Season 5, Episode 6, Personal Style Revisited. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Hello and welcome back to the Millennial Homemakers. Today we wanted to talk about a subject that we already touched on in season two. And I think it's season two, was it episode six? Yeah. So, you know, three seasons later. (laughs) Exactly. Three seasons later. Exactly. Three seasons later. Uh, And we just decided that it was about time that we revisit this subject because it is so important to everything we talk about. I think it's important to mention that one of the big reasons we decided to revisit it is actually our interview with Ty Pennington, which if you haven't listened to it, please do because it was so much fun. But we always ask our guests, if you've listened for a while, you know, we always ask guests to give us three adjectives that describe their style. And Ty, being Ty, only gave us two words. And so we thought about our, um, our personal style in a different way than we had the first time. And so we decided this is the perfect time and the perfect excuse to take a look at it again. Yeah. And I think too, it's like the longer that we've been mulling on these subjects and been talking about them, been posting about stuff on Instagram, we've kind of matured in different ways. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even before Ty going to our interview with Michael and Smith is, I mean, her book is called Cozy Minimalism or Cozy Minimalist. Is it the Cozy Minimalist? Um, I have it right here, actually. Uh, cozy Minimalist. Cozy oh. Minimalist, which is a adjective and then a noun. Not the way she uses it, because her book is Cozy Minimalist Home. Oh, yeah. Cozy Minimalist Home. So it's but like an adverb the- adjective. Yeah. It talks about like the Cozy Minimalist. And so, you know, right. if you are a minimalist, that would be like a noun. Like Yes. Yeah. Because like, I could say I'm a minimalist. I'd be lying, but I could say it. Right. And like Ty, I think the two words that he used was primitive modernist or modernism or something like that. So that kind of got our wheelhouses thinking. (laughs) Absolutely. And also, I think it's just important to revisit your personal style on a fairly regular basis. Like you said, Jacqueline, like we've evolved in just three seasons. And then if you have had any major life events, it's going to shape the way you interact. And it's going to shape your style and change your style. And just like I've been told, if you have a major life event, like a new job, um, you get married, you buy a house, you have a baby, anything big, you should always retake personality tests, the Enneagram, um, the Strengths uh, Finder from Gallup, or you know any other per- personality test because your personality changes a little bit. It's still going to have those same qualities, a lot of those same qualities. It's just going to be redefined, and I think it's the same with personal style. No, I totally agree with that, and I really wish that there was a better personal style quiz. I wish that there was a way that we could help you find our personal your personal style, and we've talked about it a lot. Like I've right. made color wheels. <laughs> <laughs> devoted to personal style. I've like done a ton of just R and D I'll say on <laughs> how we could help people find their personal style. But honestly, it's such a case by case basis because it is so individual. I don't know how, like there's really no way unless like we became like personal style coaches or something, which seems really <laughs> ridiculous. But I mean, there's really no like one fits all cookie cutter 
thing because everyone is so different. And literally, I mean, we could write a book on it maybe, but not like a pamphlet. Yeah, it would definitely have to be a book and it would have to cover so many different ranges because you can combine styles mm-hmm. to make your own. Right. No, so it's- you might have... Yeah. It's like literally like as many words as are, or as many words are in the English language. Like that's right. the combinations of letters, same thing for style, in my opinion. It's so much. Absolutely. And I think the last time we talked about this subject, we had a lot of you that are members of our Facebook group plug in, go join it if you haven't, post pictures of like typical outfits you wore or things you were attracted to on Pinterest. And as a group, we helped you kind of define your style if you were having problems with that. And that, I mean, again, it's that individual basis where we can't define it um, without seeing what you're attracted to, what you like, and then we can help you. You've already defined it by posting those pictures. You just want to put words to it so that you know what to look for when you're shopping or when you're on Pinterest looking for inspiration. Right. You just want a label. To me, it mm-hmm. just makes it easy. It's like, well, I don't know what I like. Like, you know, if you're working with an interior designer or if you're working with a personal shopper or you're just talking to a friend, I mean, <laughs> right. it, it, it's just it's helpful to have a label. Absolutely. Defining the relationship. So today, hopefully, we're going to help you DTR <laughs> with your personal style. Um, one thing, oh, well, do we want to talk about like what we're now calling like our new styles? I think updated, so. Updated yes. styles. Yes. If you want to go ahead and with yours, and remember, like we said, based on Ty's how he like kind of addressed it. It's now two words instead of three. Okay. So first I'm going to revisit the three words that I gave in our previous podcast. And my three words were classic, feminine, and eclectic. Okay. Okay. And my new label, if you will, is an eclectic minimalist, or no, not minimalist. <laughs> I think you're less of a minimalist than I am. I, to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is an eclectic traditionalist is my new label that I like playing around with, you know? And so that kind of came out of, and it's very similar. It's kind of like a different way of saying the style that I had before, except for um, when I first did it, I really didn't want to say traditional. I wanted to say classic. And I don't think that that is wrong at all. Mm -hmm. But honestly, the more I'm kind of doing research on the traditional style, I know it's a lot of like Chesterfields and things that people think is like outdated, kind of think of, you know, and a study that's really dark colored. And I I mean, my whole house is painted like a really light gray. So I'm not Mm -hmm. like super dark and moody, but the more I've Pinterest, the more I realize that I like pins that have the word traditional. (laughs) And so I kind of just have to accept it and go with it. And then the word eclectic, I just think is kind of all encompassing of all those different things, the feminine aspects and just the kind of old world aspects that I I guess I like, like the maps and um, the China and that kind of eclectic vibe. And it is very Southern just because I live in the South and that is where I'm thrifting. That probably like impacts like the things that are available to me. But that's kind of the thing that I'm playing around with. And the longer I've been married, the less 
pink that I put in there. And I think that's a maturity thing. I'm still love mm-hmm. blush. And maybe if we have a daughter one day, like her room will be super <laughs> girly. But I, I, I do love blush. And I, I kind of see that as more of a neutral. But I'm not into like magentas. And I kind of was before. Yeah, I think it's part of, like you said, a maturity thing. And then also... As you've lived with Jordan longer, you've learned how to incorporate his style and what he likes into your own. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to like push out that pink because that was the most like girly and feminine aspect of it. And then you still have the feminine aspects and the different shapes you have in your ginger jars and the chairs and things like that. Speaking of, I've got some Queen Anne chairs in the attic that you might want at some point to refinish. Mm, got me thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I'm learning a Think lot about. Cool. I'm learning a lot about fabric. So, <laughs> yes. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. So my three words originally were comfortable, simple, and timeless. And we talked about how we thought it was funny that you approached the classic and the timeless, and I approached the timeless, and they're very similar. Mm-hmm. So my now my two words, my new personal style, my new take on it is cozy industrial, and the cozy part is obviously very comfortable. So that obviously ties in. And then I think, so industrial on its own is very harsh. It's a lot of metals, a lot of woods, exposed bricks. It's, it's, if you think about like an old factory, that's industrial. And the cozy aspects is adding in more of the farmhouse pieces that I've always been attracted to more of those really soft textiles and the softer colors that play into it. And I think there's a simplicity in both of those in the farmhouse and the industrial because it's clean lines and it's going back to our roots a little bit, which is going to the timeless aspect of it. So just like yours, I think it still very much encompasses what I define myself as, as three seasons ago. It's just evolving it and changing you know, what, what I'm attracted to, or like noticing what I'm, what I'm looking at. Uh, Two years ago for Christmas, my brother and sister-in-law got me a book called City Farmhouse that I requested. (laughs) And it's about pictures of farmhouses in urban settings. And so like how people incorporate farmhouse style in the middle of the city. And I've noticed that most of the pictures that I bookmarked or um, you know, put a little post-it note with a note on it were ones that had a lot more of those industrial feels. They had an exposed mm-hmm. brick wall mm-hmm. and they had, you know, cranks. They had, you know, like their their light fixture was actually like a cranking mechanism so that you could raise it and lower it. And just those really cool, like out of the ordinary uh, aspects that are not necessarily common in a house. One thing that I thought was really interesting with both of us is we kind of came up with these terms by ourselves. Um, and then examine like, you know, swap notes or whatever, swap right. war stories, if you will. And <laughs> we came up with, uh, we both came up with terms that had that yin and yang. So what mm-hmm. that means is that masculine, that feminine. So with mine, I would think of eclectic as more feminine and then traditional is masculine with you, cozy, feminine, industrials, mm-hmm. masculine. So that's kind of Absolutely. that balance and that contrast and almost opposites too which right is, because usually yeah. if you think traditional you're thinking there's not that eclectic feel everything's very cohesive where with eclectic everything can still be very cohesive and that's how you approach it but it's not the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the, that word right and also like when I think of the word traditional and I think of furniture I think of like matching bedroom sets Yes. And everything matches. And 
to me, I like the things that I like about the traditional is materials, maybe some silhouettes, just the same classic things that I've always liked and less trendy um, right. silhouettes, but still some interest. And then the eclectic is kind of where I can play with a lot of the ornate stuff. And I mean, I would consider ginger jars. I think they're like pretty traditional as well. Um, Absolutely. But that's like, you know, but with the eclectic, maybe the ginger jar How prints. How you style them. Yeah, or, or the ginger yeah. jar prints that have colors in them. So mm-hmm. yellow and blue or multicolored. So Absolutely. And I think going with the balance, besides just... I think it's very important for any room to have that feminine and masculine mm-hmm. balance. I think it feels automatically more put together than if it's overly masculine or overly feminine. And then also everybody feels comfortable in your house. They don't feel like they're out of place because they're not as girly as you or, you know, they're not as masculine as your husband or whatever, you know, that 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 feeling is. They don't feel uncomfortable. They feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important in a home. I've talked about that a whole lot. And then I think it's also, again, like because we've been married for a couple of years now, we're starting to get to know our husband's styles and um, routines and things, and we want to incorporate them in our house more. And so we are naturally more attracted to a little bit of that mm-hmm. masculine side so that they also feel comfortable in their house and feel that it is their home and they're not just guests of our homes. Right. Totally agree. Definitely agree with that. We wanted to give you some takeaways. So how can you go on this personal adventure (laughs) and discover what your style is. And one thing that I would encourage you to do is just like really get into Pinterest. (laughs) Which I feel like that's always like our first tip. Pinterest is your best Just get into it. Start and well, Pinterest has become so smart now to where if you click on a pin, like then as soon as you start scrolling, you're going to see a bunch of other pins that pop up with that. And so Mm -hmm. just if you're scrolling and you see a pin that you like, but you don't really want to like repin, it's just open it up like to the big one, like click on it and don't necessarily repin it. But then you'll start seeing more and more pins closer to it. It's so smart. Absolutely. And I found so many things where like I've seen a room and I'm like, well, I like this, but I don't love the room. But if I look at it and then scroll down and I keep kind of following that rabbit hole, I find those rooms that have all of those elements that I liked. Right. And they have that more, you know, and that's when you start to define your style is when you kind of chase that rabbit hole a little bit um, based on like, you know, there's this one element in this room I like. And then you find this other one that has that element and a new element you like. Mm-hmm. No, it's so smart. That's that's a really good idea. And also, like, for me, I think I've repinned, and I think I talked about this in another episode, <laughs> I repinned 10 different pictures of the same foyer. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't really yeah. know it was the same room. I was like, oh, this is a really cool trend. Like, And I don't know, I just got so into it. So same kind of a thing is you can see the different angles of that room will like keep popping up Mm -hmm. and you're just going to be obsessed with it. Um, And then also read the descriptions on the pins. And just like me, Mm -hmm. you might have to accept the fact that you like something that maybe you (laughs) thought you didn't because it sounded, you know, you didn't like giving that label to yourself. I didn't want to be a traditionalist. I wanted to be classic. You thought that for a very long time. I just wanted to be classic. I didn't want to be traditional, you know, it's like (laughs) the whole thing. So Um, Absolutely. That would be awesome. And then uh, for me too is look at 
whose Instagram feed yes. that you can't get enough of, <laughs> whose mm-hmm. stories can you not get enough of, whose vibe do you just want for your life and really follow those people and like go through who they're following, follow more people like that. Um, see if they tagged anyone in their photos and kind of just surround your Instagram aesthetic. It doesn't have to be all those fast fashion bloggers with the like same orange filter. (laughs) If you know I'm talking about like, you know, like target stuff, like find some people who are doing things, unless your style is literally just anything from target, which I would definitely acceptable. Like I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but then too, it's, but maybe your style is just like really trendy. I don't know. To me, I'm getting further and further and further away from trendy because then you just waste a lot of money on things that you're going to hate in a year. And it could be like, you know, again, like your style evolves. So right now, yeah, you're attracted to everything Target has and they have great stuff. I'm definitely still a fan. But you might notice that in a year, you don't like it as much or your style has evolved so that there's a particular section of Target that you're really attracted to. Yeah, that's where I am. There's like one specific line there that like for home decor at least. Um, And this is like it may or may not be the Magnolia collection at Target for me. (laughs) no surprise this is more like I'd say this is more interior focused but then with your fashion I mean I think everything just kind of flows together so I might have more than feminine mm -hmm. aspects like in my fashion right and I think it's very interesting because like usually we approach this from I tend to focus more on the decor and you're more on the fashion and this one we were very much both on the decor but if you're following those Instagrammers that you love their home decor and their home decor just speaks to you, first of all, like look at what they're hashtagging because that's probably one of the words that you're going to associate with. But then notice what they're wearing when they're doing their stories or if they're in their pictures and it's not just their home because that can kind of help you like how fashion can kind of reflect your your home decor style because it's going to be very obvious if they're very like different Um, because it's going to look very out of place if they're standing in a room that's very industrial but then they're all glammed up that just seems very out of place to me yeah I um I totally agree with that that's a really good um advice I would say even if they're not a fashion blogger like right they're going to be in clothes you know like they're going to be dressed up in at least a picture or two. And just their vibe, too. I don't know. Right. Like, you just exactly. get on people's vibes. At least I do. And then you'll make it your own. And start ex- so, mm-hmm. but that's a good place for, like, experimentation. Absolutely. What are some people that you follow that, I know you've mentioned a few before, but, like, is there anyone that you've recently started following who maybe is more in the industrial side or something like that that's, I think, that's really influenced you? Um. That's a good question. Let me actually pull up my Instagram. I can look. tell you. <laughs> yeah, you can. You yeah, you can go for it while I'm looking. Um, I have followed Mary Elizabeth. I think she's Hey Mary Elizabeth on Instagram. I look. think so. Um, she's adorable. She's yeah. And I've talked about her before, and like she's she's great. And so she was kind of an inspiration for me, like in the beginning, but recently, and she's in California, I feel like she like has this like more free spirit boho vibe than I do. Um, but recently I have started following this, uh, account. Her name's Gwen and she is the makerista is 
her handle. It's like Maker uh, Ista. And she does a lot of secondhand thrifting. But she's a little bit more experimental with the paint colors. And um, I haven't gotten into that yet. But... <laughs> very like moody paint colors. And I think she's in Kansas city, but I just love her thrifts and I really like her vibe. She does a lot of secondhand Mm -hmm. clothing, which I don't necessarily do, but I'm just into her vibe. Like very recently um, I discovered her. And then also I love Patricia from Southern charm in Charleston and her house is like so glamorous. And if you go to architectural digest and look up, uh, Patricia, I don't really know how to pronounce her last name. It's like, yeah, I'm not even gonna, I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. I'm sorry, but Patricia from Southern Charm, Virtual, I don't know. I have no idea. I I love her and her whole vibe. And like, I want to be here when I grow up, like that for sure. I would have a butler and everything, but anyway, so those are just two people and she, hers is a little bit more busier. Patricia's Mm -hmm. busier, um, which is very Southern. And I mean, it's just like such a vibe. And I don't know, I think she just probably has more like, I don't care what you think, kind of. (laughs) Um, And Tote Spade, her apartment in New York was a lot busier, same kind of a thing. But she had that like super eclectic vibe too. And I just loved seeing her apartment. Um, And you can Google pictures of that. And I think there's like even a video where she takes you through um her apartment um so like makes me so sad whenever I think about it but anyway um and she's always been a in- big inspiration for me um and not just yeah. clothing just in life so yeah so my Instagram's like not working at all like I even went to my Pinterest because I know I've pinned things from Instagram uh-huh and like even like when I tried to open one of those it was like there's an error okay I got one I think Taylor Let's Swift broke the internet Taylor Swift had an announcement an hour ago and I really think she did like she must have broken Instagram there was so many people on her live stream I can't so I know one and I've talked about her like I think very early on it's someone that I've um just followed and fallen in love with her decor and I think through what she's pinned I've kind of seen like more of the industrial elements where I was initially attracted to her more farmhousey elements but it's Erin from Cotton Stem mm-hmm. and she's just adorable and we have even a very similar dec- like um fashion sense where it's comfortable but it's usually more fitted um which is a lot of times you can't get both of those where I like more of those timeless silhouettes where it doesn't look slouchy but I'm still very comfortable mm-hmm. but she has particularly she has a she shed in her backyard where that's her office when she's working from home. And it's those industrial elements of that. And I think part of it is mostly sheds are where you store tools. And that's, you know, very industrial thing to think of. And even though she doesn't have those tools on there, it's just that vibe. Like you get that kind of vibe that yes, it's an office, but you can still very much feel what it was. It's not like she like completely outfitted it to look like an office if that right makes that makes sense um and then another one is vintage white farmhouse which is the one i'm trying to open because like i don't know people's names i'm really bad um but this particular picture i'm looking at because i did get that far she has giant clothespins on her wall and i just like i've always wanted that and then she also has an old washing board like an actual vintage one and i just love vintage That's which is awesome. why i think they're like industrial right Right. That's cool. I like that old kind of like country industrial, you know? 
Right, right. And I wish I had more and could tell you more, but like I said, Taylor's or like you said, Taylor Swift broke the internet. Taylor, our girl Tay Tay. She has a new uh, single coming out tonight. So anyway, <laughs> it'll be out by the time. Also, like two days after Jacqueline texted me about that we should redo this, I was browsing the clearance section of Pottery Barn, which I still can't afford. But they have this coffee table that is so industrial. The top is wood and like rustic wood, like weathered. And the bottom is metal. And then it has a crank and the crank actually works. So you can have it like coffee table height and then like raise it up if you like want your laptop. And I love that it's functional and also looks super cool. Send me a picture. Just a random thing I want to hear. Yes, I will. Well, it's just like a confirmation. You know what I mean? And it I is. Think- and I think that's true a lot of times. Like you find something and then now you're like realize, oh, I've always liked this. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know I was looking for it. It's like the yellow card thing, thing where it's like you – if I tell you that you're going to see a yellow car in the next few mm-hmm. days, like you'd be like, oh, I never see a yellow car. And then you realize that you see them everywhere. So it's that phenomenon. Or like if you buy a new car – yeah, we see that exactly. Yeah, you see that car everywhere. That is so true. Um, so yeah, that's all I have about that. And just, I don't know, I would just encourage you to revisit it every now and then mm-hmm. and realize that we change and adapt and, and just might even just niche down and realize that some of those terms that you kind of came up with, oh, you just texted me the, oh, yes. you know, Jackie's going to post this in our Facebook group. <laughs> Yes, just to see the coffee table and maybe like post a picture of yourself (laughs) and we'll help you figure out your style or picture your house. Um, But you just kind of figure out. I'll also post like more Instagrammers that I follow since the internet will be working. I know, that's fine. And I like have other ones too that I know of that I just can't think of their names or like, I don't even know. But is there a way that you can go and then see what you liked? Because I feel like that would give me some. Um, I know there used to be. But I know, I like, like on your news weekend, but anyway, that's another conversation for another day. Oh, yeah, there's a your activity. Wait, oh. nope, that just tells oh. me how long I've been on Instagram today. Awkward. Don't go there. Don't look at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've been on for 18 hours. It's like, ah! uh, <laughs> When your texting wasn't working and we were, like, Instagram yeah. and we said texting, I feel like that was true. Yeah, that was probably was true. I had, like, a... Like a year or two. I don't know. My phone was, was like, long my time. phone was really messed up. So everyone just talked to me on Instagram, which was fun. Yes. Great for my um, engagement. engagement but <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we have. And I hope that y'all continue to revisit it and give us some feedback in our Facebook group. We love talking mm-hmm. to y'all about that. So like, think of it as th- this is the course material and then let's have a discussion off air. Yes. <laughs> Which is our favorite thing to do anyway, because we learn new things and then we get to like discover with you guys, which is a lot of fun. I got a pair of uh, a, like new pair of blue light blocking glasses. So I just feel like it's turned me into like a total nerd teacher because I've never worn glasses in my life and I'm just really vibing it. So <laughs> that's how I feel every day at work because I wear the blue like filtering ones at work but I don't wear glasses like normally yeah it's my vibe so okay (laughs) talk to y'all later (laughs) have a great week oh and um make sure to follow us on instagram at the millennial homemakers and Jacqueline is at Jacqueline are you at Jacqueline f humble it's been a long time no just Jacqueline or just Jacqueline humble and Jacqueline is at Jacqueline humble and I'm at jv alexander 16 okay talk to you then bye bye